Hey there, it's Debbie Adams speaking and you're listening to Under the Hood. And today we're recording outside. You can hear those little birds chirping. What a beautiful day. Uh, Today I'm going to be talking about um, getting away from the handshake deal. You know, oftentimes in business we do we do business with people that aren't you know they're not exactly friends of ours but we have a closer relationship with them than somebody we might meet on the street for example possibly we give them a family and friends discount which is not uncommon we want to have some way to let people know that we value them but one of the things I suggest and I've been guilty of it myself is that you get away from this handshake deal like we don't need anything written on paper because we're buds and we're we're gonna be friends forever and you'd never screw me and I'd never screw you and if there's one thing that I know is that friendship can quickly turn the hen shit in business when money is on the line and when we run out of money or some or the money dries up so I always say get it in writing get it down on paper when you're warm and fuzzy, when you're liking each other. Let's talk about what could go wrong, worst case scenario, and let's deal with this when we're in a good space because it is not very much fun when we're not. Maybe about seven or eight years ago, I had this guy approach me that knew I was doing stuff in the blue collar world and he needed a policy manual and um, just a set of uh, a piece of curriculum developed for his people so that they could bid on a bigger government contract. Now the contract that he was going to be bidding on was uh, in the vicinity of about $350,000. My job was probably worth about $3,500. But you know, me being me and being a newbie in business and being really a little bit afraid of my own prices, um, I told him I'd do him the job for $1,500. And, and that would have been good for me. Five bucks would have been good for me because I was pretty broke at the time. Anyway, what I did was I didn't get any money up front. And he said, you know, when I get the contract, I'll pay you. And I'm like, oh, okay. That'll, that's okay. You know, totally against anything that I teach anybody to do right now. But, you know, the, the best lessons you learn in life are the ones you had to um, struggle your way through. So anyway, I do, the, I do the manual, I put together the curriculum, and I phone him up and let him know that I have it done. And he tells me that um, he'll pick it up in a week or so, and he'll pay me at the same time. A week goes by, I don't hear from him. Second week goes by, and I hear from somebody else that he got the contract, and he didn't have to provide his manuals or his curriculum. They gave him the contract because nobody else was interested in the job. Well, guess what? I had this job done, a professional job that I had spent about 50 or 60 hours on, and I had the material. He had never given me a down payment. Just, you know, there was no, he should have paid me for the project in spite of not having to use it. I mean, that's not my, I don't care what you do with it when it's done, but I deserve to get paid. Anyway, ended up having to go to small claims court, and it took me a tremendous amount of energy to get it you know to even take it that far Um, I think I was a little bit ashamed that I wasn't a very good business person I was a little bit ashamed to admit to people uh, that I actually fell victim to the very thing I was telling other people to do and anyway long story short it all got um, it all got looked after in the end but certainly at a reduced rate so I say to people now if you're going into an arrangement with somebody, even if they're, especially if they're a close friend, 
although there are a lot of good people out there, and I know myself when I've been in tight circumstances, I want to look after my friends first because I want to continue those relationships. But let's get something down on paper. Let's really clear up what it is we're going to be doing here. Not only does it help us define the scope, like, you know, what is it I'm doing? And, and so you, as the person who's providing the service, can um, go back to the drawing board when it looks like we're, you know, bursting at the seams when it comes to what it is you're supposed to be doing. Like they've pushed you into that area where you feel like you should be invoicing more. But it also, um, you know, allows them to know upfront what they'll be paying. They can give you a deposit in the beginning. They know when either one of you have broken the rules and what kind of mechanisms you're going to have for, you know, conflict resolution, so to speak, later on if you can't agree on something. Are you going to bring in somebody to solve the dispute? Depending on how much money this contract is worth, you'll want to have all of those formal mechanisms mentioned in your contract. But for, at the very least, ha let's talk about the money. Let's have that nailed down on paper. And then when you show up at small claims court, you'll have something that you can kind of hang your case on. Because what happened with me was I showed up at small claims court with a he said, she said type of story. Either one of us, had we been more persuasive, could have convinced them to go, you know, we both had a lot at stake. Anyway, get it down on paper. It doesn't matter how close you are as friends. Get it down in writing and get away from the handshake deals. This is Debbie Adams. If you want to know more about what I do, get on over to www.peoplecan.ca. Have a great day. Who's your daddy? Daddy.